This Monday Night Football Props and NFL Week 10 Recap Edition of the Sports Gamma Podcast brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrfbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kram? Dog. Ciao. <laughs> You're rocking your uh, Tommy DeVito gear in honor of Tommy DeVito climbing the ladder. Could have climbed a little bit farther if uh, Brian Dable would have let him run. I mean, I don't I don't know where you want to start, Ryan, but I as a I'd like to welcome everyone here. Uh, p- please uh, feel free to take your seats. We're gonna flicker the lights. Uh, uh, you know, call, we got the X line open. So if you're you're feeling okay about your bets today, call in. If you had yeah, a horrible day like I did, <laughs> feel free to call in. I did hit both my locks, right? My locks now up to seventy percent nice against job, the Sean. spread. I mean, uh, unfortunately, it depends on when you bet that uh, Detroit. Lions game as uh, we picked it at two and a half. Oh, it would have been a push. Probably a push. Yeah. So, but 70% on the locks. I will take that. Overall, not a great, not a great outing, but hitting the Horrible. locks. Locks were good for you. Yes. They were. I kept my streak alive of getting all my locks right or none of my locks right. <laughs> you are really hot and cold. Uh, D. Bettis is in the chat. Uh, Till Colby, his West Virginia pick cost me thirty thousand dollars Saturday night. That seems he- aggressive. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a last leg of a some, parlay. Some parlay math going on. Yes, he did. Uh, and Ryan, unfortunately, big story, uh, breaking news. Are you gonna make a joke here? We lost nine million dollars today in the Circus Survivor contest. Mm. Joe Burrow, <laughs> where who are we getting the money from? Joe Burr. He was ice cold. I. I was a little nervous, but I had been nervous uh, about a bunch of these games because it's nervous, it's nerve wracking on the circus survivor, on these survivor pools. And God, man, they made you believe. They sucked you in. I wrote the game off, and then CJ Th- Stroud throws a crazy interception. They get back into the game. They're going for the go ahead touchdown. It hits Tyler Boyd right in the hands, and he just drops. Couple it. bad drops for Mr. Boyd. Yeah, horrific. Yeah, I mean, I, so Survivor's done. That's that's fun. Yeah, uh, well, we're probably hanging on in millions. Didn't have a great week there. Uh, bankroll took a real kick in the nuts. Mm. I, I think 
worst, worst bankroll. Really? Oh, I, I found my way uh, into betting on the Saints. Oh no! Shout out James Williams. I, I was wh- wh- I, the game I rooted hardest for today was definitely Jameis and the Saints. I <laughs> yeah, Josh Dobbs just amazing. I and, and I, I I lost money on Zach Wilson. Yeah, what am I doing? Zach Wilson. What am I doing? It's never fun. Lamar, what the fuck? Gino, what the fuck? What like a lot of what the fuck? Well, Ryan, one uh, one bright spot. Kyle Phillips's ladder came in. Shout out to the ladder king, uh, Kyle Phillips. Sixty-one receiving yards for me. That was plus four twenty-five no, on I'm the not, ladder. But not doing the tout thing right now. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not going to focus on things I did right this week. <laughs> Only the things I did wrong. Well, you are dressed as Tommy DeVito. I no, was no, thinking this, about- this isn't Tommy DeVito. This is Ryan Kramer. Oh, okay. Disappointed father of Tommy DeVito. <laughs> now, even though Tommy DeVito got his ass kicked, um, does his mom Drake still May make his bed? Oh, oh, what do you mean? Does his mom still do his laundry even after an ass kicking uh, here, like that? Here, if I, I'm gonna, you know, take take you inside the mind. That's got to be the hardest part for the mom. Your son gets destroyed. Did you on see national television? You're like, ah, I got to go home and make him some cutlets. Did you and see do them? his laundry? Uh, did you see them in the in the crowd? By the way, yes. I I feel like the entire world, the woke 2023 woke America. It's it. You can't say anything about anyone. But Italian American slander is okay. Yes. What have we come to? Right. It is. What uh, have we come to? <laughs> it's a, it's you got to wear a fucking name tag to school to make sure someone doesn't misidentify you. Mm. But then we're gonna just throw shade at Italian Americans left and right. <laughs> you know what? Tommy DeVito is gonna come home to probably some nice chicken cutlets. Yeah. Because you know what makes you feel better? Chicken cutlets. Some gravy. Maybe get some gravy on the side. Some uh, maybe grandma came over, made the started the gravy in the morning. Some meatballs going. Get some meatballs. Oh, get some pork in there. Maybe a little lamb. Mm. Getting hungry. Hey, speaking of gravy, get on the gravy train over on Bet Three Sixty Five. That's right, the world's uh, favorite sports book, trusted by over eighty-eight million players. Are you kidding me? Prop side totals, live betting. They have you covered. The same game parlays, profit boosts. Bet Three Sixty Five really has it all. Ryan, did the Ravens? Get up by more than 14, 17 points. It was 24 to 9 at one point. Okay, so they didn't quite hit the 17 mark, but if you're if your team gets up uh 17, uh you can cash out over on uh over on uh bet three sixty five with the NFL. Tons of great action and a thousand dollar risk free bet or a bet five dollars, get one hundred and fifty in bonus bets. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. Problem gambling, call 1 800 Gambler. And uh, in honor of Veterans Day, we are doing a cool uh, offer here uh, 10% off everything in the merch store with the promo code VETS. And then uh, all proceeds from that will be donated to Mission 22, nonprofit serving those who have served. Great cause. Get some great gear. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code VETS. <sighs> I just can't. I can't believe it. What can't you believe? What's the most shocking, Ryan? Uh, Lamar. Mm. The Ra- I mean, the Ravens getting spotted seven points at the, sp- the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was. And then still having the cover in hand the majority of the game, and then Lamar deciding the Lamar turnover Lamar thing. I I was trying to peep up and get get you hip to the Lamar turnover thing. It is a real thing, and he's he's clearly struggling. 
Ryan, someone shit the bed in that game. I have to go back and watch the tape, but sh- someone, so their butthole tightened. How do you let Deshaun Watson and the Browns come back from 15 points on? Well, and the Browns tried to lose it too. The Browns missed an extra point and then still had to come back. No one's good. That's the takeaway here. The good teams are all resting this week. Yes. Eagles and Chiefs are on by, so they are the good teams. Ryan, speaking of the Eagles, another great, even though the Eagles are on the bye week, the Eagles slot machine has no di- wakes off for a fifth week in a row. I came out plus side money. It's really been five weeks. Five weeks in a row. Holy Started shit. off with a thousand. I won. Then it was like 300, 300, 600 last week, 600 this week. I am on a slot heater. Now, this one. This one I I put in four hundred bucks. It's three dollars. Ah, you, you're, you're not even see the, the people are interested in this part, but if you really want to go inside the mind of Sean, mm. we finish the show. We go up. Sean, at this point, everyone everyone knows about Sean's plans to play the slide after yes. the show. The so we, slot, we, we discard of our stuff from the Veasan show, Sports Gambling Podcast Live, nine p.m. Pacific, Friday nights on Veasan, and we come down. We do a little socializing. And then you know you can tell just like uh, someone who just needs to sneak off and get some action in. Sean's like, I'm gonna go check out the machine. Yes. And so all right, so then I, I finally make my way over, and you're not. Pl- it's empty. You're not playing it. You're just kind of looking at it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what's going on? I'm just waiting. Let's see. Some other people come in. They play for a little bit. You said it wasn't meant to be. They, by the way, they were two people. They they played as like Jets, Cowboys, and Rams all in one session. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. There's some very strange things. Uh, then they get up and you and you decide, okay, na- now it's time for me to sit down at the machine. Now the machine's ready. You were looking at the numbers, telling me it's juiced and ready to go. <laughs> You've gotten to the point where there there is a the pre pre game process, and then yeah, you sat down and uh you know. I guess you're you're loading up slot machines with four hundred dollars now. Yeah. If you explain that to twenty two year old Sean Green, what would happen? Well, if, if you said it was a sweet NFL slot machine that you, keeps paying out, you might say say something you can't say in twenty twenty three. It was awesome. It was. I got all the way down to a hundred dollars. I pumped in uh, another hundred. I think I ended up pumping in like um, six hundred, maybe seven hundred bucks, and then. <laughs> I have an all-time uh, spin where I get 800 bucks on one spin. The yeah. dude behind me celebrating. It was just an epic run, and the and then I went on a free spin run where I couldn't like I wanted to go to bed, but I couldn't leave, and I had been just getting all these free drinks. I was really close to pissing my pants, and I was debating like if I got another like 20, 30 free spins, I was just gonna piss myself and keep playing. In risk damaging the machine. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I. And the the best part. So I I leave at some point. I after depositing my uh, hundred dollars as the I tried the Ravens <laughs> also failed. Ravens uh, hundred dollars. Giants hundred dollars. I'm like fuck this. I'm out of here. And then she, I mean, how much you were there for another two hours? It, oh yeah, unnecessary amount of time. Solid three hours. It's <clears throat> it's so fun though. Can't wait to go back. Such an old guy. All right, we got some callers. All right. right. You want to take some callers? Yeah, let's get to the callers. Stuff someone in the locker. I'm stuffing what, what, him. I'm stuffing the Brian Dable in the locker for you, Ryan. What do you mean? He is a pitiful head coach. One, you you didn't draw up a, a a plan to even try and get Tommy DeVito to play into his strengths. They had one touchdown drive before the last garbage drive, and that one touchdown drive was because Tommy DeVito was running. Like, let Tommy DeVito run. I'm I'm about fifty percent of the way through my Drake Wet May evaluation. Yeah. Not really too worried about Tommy DeVito. He's not an NFL quarterback. Don't give a shit what's going on. But you should try and win the game. Uh, they're never. They were never. For the integrity win that game. of the they game, they were never right? going to win that game. 
Well, I'm worried about the integrity of the game. I mean, you were worried about the integrity of the game. Yes, I Giants mean, are just seeing what they got in Tommy DeVito. I mean, Nate Sudfeld uh, will have a longer career than than Tommy DeVito. We got a uh, cereal here. Cereal, what's happening? Appreciate the help on the one, number one pick. <laughs> what's up, fellas? Thanks for the assist. How you doing? I'm uh, doing great. Appreciate another sweep, man. I you know works uh, both ways. You know, th- there'll be an asterisk next to this year. <laughs> what's the asterisk? The uh, team sucked really bad. Oh, okay. Got it, number right. got number one generation quarterback. in the last ten years? Oh, you got to get the number one quarterback so you can go on and win some Super Bowls. Is La- this La- twenty years ago, Eli Manning? If you remember him, Brian. All joking aside, is this the worst team since we've been doing the podcast? Is this the worst team? Ja- worst Giants? No, team. the Jake Fromm teams were worse. The this is it, it's impressive how long of a list I can make on bad quarterbacks that have played since. <laughs> Since Eli Manning was benched by Brent Ben McAdoo, this is all Ben McAdoo's fault. Gino, Gino did get a look. Oh yeah, Gino, Gino, Gino is probably on the one of the better sides. It's a fun of trivia. Eli who, Manning, who ended Eli Manning's starting streak? Gino, oh, I remember Gino that. Smith when he still sucked. Yes, it was sucky. Gino Smith, <laughs> Jake Fromm got some reps in there. Uh, Tom, Tommy DeVito, not good. Mm. Appreciate that he's an Italian American. Appreciate that it's brought all this Italian American slander out of the woodworks, but not a good quarterback. Did you see his family? It literally looked like just a mass meeting of like the Goodfellas. <laughs> see, here they we look go. like Carmela <laughs> Soprano. Oh, I mean, <laughs> they can't. That's the problem. That's what I realized when I left when I when I was out of Jersey long enough is they just can't help themselves. Cereal, any uh, who are you stuffing in the locker or uh, when any uh, any touting you want to do? Yeah, you know what? We need to get CD on the map. Y'all need to talk about him. Mm. Didn't even make your top ten list of wide receivers, bro. Yep, y'all are crazy. That's He's true. about to break AJ's record this year. Mm. Which record is that? Was it six straight games of 120? Uh, yeah, but like his that? his streak's still alive. Yeah, I know, but you know, well, CD's at five now, right? Oh no, you're right. He he, uh, CD. So AJ Brown had six games with over 125. Uh, and what does CD Lamb have? He's at five right now. He's got the Seahawks and Carolina the next two weeks. What Carolina is- next week? So he probably does it next week. It's true. Carolina does suck. No, but uh, AJ Brown had his in a row. So yeah. CD Lamb has thing CD's doing right now. No, CD Lamb has uh he does not have he only had 117 against the Chargers and oh, then wow. Rams he had 158, Eagles he had 191 in a losing effort and then he had uh I don't know what he had today, but he definitely hit over that. So he's he's skipping out his heels. He's having a good year. Got to start. Sean's going to start thinking about getting him in there, uncorrelated in DFS. He's on my. Uh, he's on my players to watch to maybe break in the top <laughs> ten for to next watch. year. Yeah, we'll put him on the players to I watch for I, next year. The list is pretty prestigious, so I'm not going to just throw him in. Um, but I, he's on the list to watch. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if Trey Lance can finally get some time. How how bad is Trey Lance when Cooper Rush <laughs> is getting a garbage time work over him? Why did you not? What do you, are you guys? What's with the Cowboys organization? Are they racist against Trey Lance? That's why. That's why the 49ers uh, weren't playing Trey Lance because they were yeah. racist. The whole NFL. I think it's another <laughs> Colin Kaepernick situation. Man, that was a pretty bold take there. Well, it's a racist NFL. That's why Trey Lance isn't playing. Yeah. No. No. That's you what got people. That, you got that. Uh, what's they call that? Uh, sound effect. That little scary thing. <laughs> I don't know which scary thing you're oh, saying. Oh, maybe the X Files. Oh, X Files. Yeah, yeah we're we're keeping the little conspiracy music. I, I will no, say, that's what that's what other people are saying. Some, I think he's not playing because he sucks. If anyone was going to be a member, if there were two people that I was going to pick as members of the NFL Illuminati, Jerry Jones and John Lynch would both be in there. Mm. So, <laughs> I agree with that one. 
All right. Good to hear from Definitely you, Serial. Best of luck the, the rest of the season. Cereal. Worst of luck, Serial. All right. Hey, don't forget. Fuck the shit birds. Oh, all right. oh, I, I agree with you. I, so you guys lost. Times. You guys lost. Oh, what? Why well, I won? Number one pick. It's all about winning. It's upside down land. No, okay. Do you want to talk? Uh, you want to finish the survivor conversation? I see cousin sure. Mush is here. Oh no, cousin Mush. I knew. I knew the uh, survivor <laughs> pool is officially Mush. <laughs> When cousin Bush, when we were hanging out and he was talking like, Hey, Uh-oh. uh, you know, maybe I'll come out. I got to watch if I'm alive for the 9 million, I got to watch in Vegas. I'm like, you're getting ahead of yourself. Cousin Bush. Cousin Bush is on the line. <laughs> What's uh, up, man? Hello. What's I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm very sad. Uh, sounds like it. It's it's it's, I mean, I'm still alive in another survivor pool worth <laughs> A hundred thousand for first place, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're also still alive in life. Yeah, I am still alive in life, and you know I Barely. can't wait to wake up tomorrow morning to drive three hours to Albany. <laughs> can't wait. It's uh, it's a fun. I ride. just can't even like describe the emotions and and the looks that I received from people at the location I was watching the game <laughs> when C.J. Stroud throws the interception. And suddenly, it's like the Undertaker in uh, all the fake wrestling stuff that's out there. And you have a life, and then they get the ball back, and and, and then they throw a pass, and somehow, Tyler Boyd or whoever that guy was—I don't even know—I was so emotionally like spent at that point, and he's got nobody in front of him, and then somehow, like they deploy a parachute from his back. <laughs> And he can't get in the end zone. And then they can't get in first and goal from the eight. What what were we watching? Well, I, 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 think I, I still can't. Joe Burrow re-injured his leg. And Sean was probably right. Look ahead spot. Yeah. I was worried about the look ahead spot. And it turned out to be a look ahead spot so for dumb. both the Ravens and the Bengals. And well, it was unfortunate. The worst part about this is like there's the Ohio state factor. Hmm. Now, I don't know if, I don't know if I told Ryan this when he, when he flew out to the East coast in December, a couple of years ago for my sister's wedding, that the reason that like my family and I don't always get along is because of uh conservative political views. <laughs> and part of that, part of that has to do with my brother's father-in-law <laughs> who is from the state of Ohio. Oh no. And this guy I can promise you he was jerking off into a cup when CJ Stroud <laughs> led that team well, down the field again. Oh, it was a great day for him because the Browns won. I'm sure he's a Browns it's, fan. Oh my God. He's a massive Browns fan. <laughs> it's it's so painful. And CJ Stroud then, taking down the And then the all Bengals. the people that text you, I told you, bro, I can't believe you took that team. And why didn't you take Dallas, bro? And to have to explain these things to, to people who literally have the IQ of a, 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 a of a slug? That's what they have the IQ of. Mush the 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 lion doesn't concern himself with the opinion of the sheep. <laughs> I understand, no. and I'll be back there next year in September. Maybe two entries another- next year. Maybe we gotta go two entries next year. This is a great promo for uh, Circus Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh. I pay three thousand to buy back in right now. Wow. Oh. Hmm. 
All right, we'll let Mush know if you want to yeah, sell. Yeah, you want to sell. Uh, <laughs> want to sell your uh, your Survivor ticket? Because uh, Mush is there for you. <laughs> that would actually be pretty funny. Buy back in, and then you're out in two weeks on Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll use all the teams we've used. I, I'm sure we could finagle a way to get around Thanksgiving. I, it, like I literally was. I'm not saying I was counting the money, but I felt like we were going to make it past Thanksgiving easily. We had a good plan. It's so sad. One week at a time. One week at a time. Our map worked till week nine this this year, Sean. It's a a solid map. Yeah, we'll do better better next year. All right. Thanks for calling in, Mush. Bye. It's weird. I I from that call, I felt like I didn't lose the survivor because Mush was so much sadder. Um, but yes. Hey, you know what? Cheers you up. Little Caesars pretzel crust pizza. That's right. Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. I dare you to be sad eating a pretzel crust pizza. You can't do it. Make little Caesars part of your game day. Uh, one hour before kickoff, three hours after the NFL kickoffs all day Sunday. So from six 30 AM till, till the end of Sunday night football, you could be getting down on some sweet, sweet little C's. Get those juicy moist wings, the uh, cookie dough brownie bites. They got you covered. Love the little Caesars pretzel crust. It is delish. You get that uh, buttery golden brown pretzel on, on surrounded by pepperoni piled high, a mountain of sweet, sweet uh, seasoned meats. It is delicious. I can get it delivered or in store at the pizza portal pickup. Grab some friends, enjoy a few slices during the game. Little Caesars pizza, pizza. You want to take another caller? It's kind sure. of related to Cousin Mush. It's uh, Mr. Capper himself. Oh wow! It's a baby. Well, fucking perfect because we can start man. talking about the uh, Colts uh, Patriots game. Colts uh, get the <laughs> get the win, get the cover. Should have also locked up the Colts there. Uh, Capper, turn down your radio. <laughs> turn down my radio. For, first time, long time. You, I can hear you in the. I think I'm hearing you feeding back a little bit. It should be good now. Okay, right? we we got it cleared up. Gapper, uh, fucking radio is, <laughs> is bill Belichick going to still be the head coach of the new England Patriots? Yeah. Until next year, man, he's earned that. Like it is what it is. Like I was, I was all fired up with my fiery takes at the beginning of the season, but at this point it's just kind of sad. And I want to see the old man go out, uh, <laughs> not in the middle of the season. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it, like uh, Lenny from mice and men. Like, I don't want to have to shoot him in the back of the head. Let's just let him go. And uh, yeah, let's just let him go. Just leave. Listen, we all knew we all knew it was going to happen. This was a uh, Mac Jones. That fucking throw was possibly the worst fucking throw I've ever seen in my entire life. That pick in the end zone mm. that was horrific. I I uh, you know the 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 decent thing to do for the the organization would be just to get him a flight to like leave him in Amsterdam. Oh yeah. Hashtag Dungeons Only. I guess. I guess. Listen, we there's already a video of what in the ring doorbell this week, uh, stumbling, bumbling out of some one night stand on uh, Situate, which is the Irish Riviera in Massachusetts. <laughs> like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, who, who knows? Like, okay, man. Listen, I just want a good. I want a good draft pick at this point. Like we nice. said at the beginning of the season, I knew this team was going to fucking blow. It was going to be miserable to watch. And saying it and then actually living through it is two different things. It's fucking miserable. I hate it. It it ruins my fucking Sundays. It makes me so upset. But you know what didn't ruin my Sunday? And if everybody listened to the Golf Gambler podcast, they would have 130 to one fucking win this week. 130 to one. 130 to one. What was the uh, what was the bet? 
It was uh, Viegas, uh, Camille Viegas. Uh, he's a dude who hasn't won in like nine years. Uh, super awesome guy. Uh, he lost. He lost a kid uh, when he when the baby was like one years old. Super easy to listen to uh, or root for, rather. And uh, it's a uh, yeah, he, he really good guy, man. He came in second last week, and the books posted him at at over 101 with the same shit field. It was fucking ridiculous. So if you listened, you would have had a fat bankroll for the Sunday night. That's a hell of a ladder. That is, that is quite the ladder. One thirty <laughs> to one. So uh, capper, who are you rooting? Who do you want to uh, be the quarterback for the new England Patriots in 2024? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Not Caleb Williams. Not the guy who's like literally uh, like heaving in his mother's arms. <laughs> in the fucking, <laughs> forget about that guy. That guy is mentally weak. Forget about him. I don't want the. I don't want the douchebag from UNC either. Like I don't know, dude. I I don't know. I don't watch enough college to actually know. Just, just throw Will Levi's out there this the next couple weeks and see what happens. And uh, I don't know. We're still gonna end up with the number one pick. Like so, it'll what? It'll be it'll be Carolina. Arizona's gonna win some games. The Giants will be two. We get the third pick. We'll probably take some fucking fat lineman. I'll, like who knows? I'll tell you who they should take. Just staying on brand. JJ McCarthy. Yes. <laughs> Who's that? JJ McCarthy. Yeah. Michigan. You just kid. want me to say you just want me to say McCarthy for the next yeah, day. Exactly. <laughs> it's a baby fucking wheel, man. All right. Hey, thanks for calling in, Capper. Appreciate the talent. Yeah. Subscribe to the Golf Gambling Podcast. And, and, and I, I did text Mush, but it wasn't like I can't believe you took it. It was like, oh my God, bro, I am so sorry, text. Oh okay. <laughs> condolences. So maybe send him some gabagool. Yeah, go get some go get some meats. And and by the way, Ryan, I know you think you're doing the Joe Colombo Italian American Association thing, but you look like the least guinea person I've ever met. I know, yeah. even I, with the sunglasses and and that, like you, I think you might be more Irish than you think, man. I think you might have to do one of these twenty three and A's. <laughs> it's German. It's the German that's coming through. I'm a I'm a whole bunch of fascists. Italian and German. all right, all right, all right. Yeah, Mussolini, Hitler. <laughs> it sounds like you. <laughs> all right, let it ride. Let it ride. All right, Ryan. Let's get to the rest of the slate. Uh, Cleveland Browns thirty-three, Ravens thirty-one. This was, I, I mean, yeah, we kind of already hit on it, but I, I think I w- I'm going to push back on your look-ahead spot. This was, I don't know what happened. They maybe they took their foot off the gas. Ravens pedal. complete complete meltdown. But but even even with a couple minutes in the game, they're fine until Lamar decides to throw it off a helmet. And there's a pick six. So I, even then, it's like I I, I don't I, I disagree with the look at spot. I definitely think something happened along the way in that game, and they just stopped pushing like pushing the same buttons. Very odd. And also, Cleveland's offense did nothing to make me think they're very good. <laughs> now Amari Cooper is fucking awesome. Yeah, Amari Cooper is good. Kareem Hunt, awesome. I mean, Jerome Ford though, seventeen carries, one oh seven. That was kind of surprising. Didn't pop, and I, we were watching that game. I was yeah. keeping a close eye. Joku had uh he was six for fifty eight, although he had some bad drops. I thought. They the Browns were running their offense like a kid playing Madden. They were just playing the same play over and over again. And, and Smash! I, I don't know. I'll like I said, I'll have to go back. Maybe there was an injury I missed, but the Ravens uh, defense really not the same unit they've been playing the last couple of Certainly weeks. don't look like Super Bowl contenders. Doesn't Lamar Jackson doesn't look like an MVP uh with that performance. Couple of bad oh, wow. picks. You there. love to hate on Lamar. Uh, you just keep leaning into these like uh, sports radio takes. No, like the look ahead spot. I, I think you he, watched the game. That wasn't a look ahead spot. Well, what would you call the second half? You're at home. 
you're beating up a division rival. How do you let them back into that game? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I have to go back and watch. And like I said, they they have the cover with the ball, and for some reason they're throwing these strange out patterns that have failed the entire game. I I, I guess I'll put it on the offensive coordinator for now. I, I also I think anytime AFC North plays each other, we have to play both teams score a defensive touchdown <laughs> because it happened. It happened in the Browns Steelers, oh, and God. it's happened in the Browns Ravens. Why are we not on this right? Uh, both similar type plays. Yeah, like just, just bonkers games. Houston Texans thirty, Cincinnati Bengals twenty seven. Uh, R.I.P. to our survivor, circus survivors, bloodbath. Except for the tools who uh, took the Cowboys. Uh, awesome win by C.J. Stroud, even though he really tried to blow the game. But uh, that last drive, he looked really good. And these past two games, he's really broken out as a superstar. Noah Brown, I thought to me. Was a surprise guy who had some really well. He, last week he popped too. Yeah, I guess I was surprised to see him do it back to back. Um, and well, he was just tough to tackle. He's literally doing the stuff that I thought John, like the whole comeback player of the year, John Mechie. That's yeah. what I thought John Mechie was going to be. It uh, turned out it was Noah Brown, and and so yeah, th- this this Texans team, I I don't think they did it without their number one receiver. So you can make excuses for the Bengals not having T Higgins. And that had nothing to do with it. Both teams were down a receiver. This was all about the Bengals defense no showing. One hundred percent. Bengals defense, defense no really let down. And then there were it just felt like even the offense they kind of took the second and third quarter off. And then there was like something switched. And they're like, oh my god, we might lose this game. Our defense wasn't playing hard. And and now they lost Trey Hendrickson to some goofy Noah Brown like stumbled into his knee. I didn't see. I assume he's out for. He the was year. like writhing in pain. I I it looked uh, like an ACL. Yeah, I hope not. San Francisco 49ers 34, Jags 3. Oh, Jags. Always in the range of outcomes. <laughs> yeah, Ryan goes, Jags getting destroyed was always in the range of outcomes. I, I said it on the air multiple <laughs> shows. I'm pissed I didn't just take the Niners. That yeah. that was stupid. Well, I was always I was always a Niners hater. I yeah, just I, didn't I, think I didn't think Brock Purdy deserved to be a three-point road favorite. And I guess I was buying into what I had seen out of the Jags defense a little bit. And, and that obviously complete no showed Brock turdy uh, look like not, not as turdy as usual. And yeah, listening to you on Brock Purdy is like listening to Colby uh, reasons on why to fade UNLV. <laughs> no, they're just not good. I need to, I need to stop no, being Brock Purdy. Hadn't looked good on the road those past few games. And, and also I think the Jacksonville defense, like st- we gotta, we gotta pay attention to when they're playing good teams and when they're not playing. I mean, put them in the same bucket as Miami, I think. Well, and point. then also too the 49ers, as soon as they get up, they're a really tough team. It's over. And Steve Wilkes was on the sideline. So made all <laughs> made all the difference in the world. It, it's gotta be so annoying for now. Uh, Kyle Shanahan to be validated with that. Minnesota Vikings twenty-seven, New Orleans Saints nineteen. I, I mean, Vikings were the better team. They just outplayed them. Josh Dobbs looked great. I thought this was going to be a letdown spot for the Vikings after that big emotional win, but he played well. He was running all over the place. I know. I think CJ was on the Dobbs rushing ladder. I'm sure that was pretty good. I I don't think he got all the way to fifty, but yeah, he he had because they they kind of juiced his props after the week before. Yeah, uh, CJ had a great line. I mean, his second read is run. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, I again another team Bengals Saints this week. Like, what was the defense doing? What was the defensive plan this week against Josh Dobbs? Also, Josh Dobbs seemed to be reading multiple receivers in the offense, which again, like. Uh, 
if if it's not that hard, why do we hear about how difficult yeah. it is to adopt these offenses? Like he's <laughs> he's, been- he's plug and play. He's found. I mean, he's he's been a part of some big wins this season. And he started out. I completely forgot about it. He was on the Cleveland Browns for the Hall of Fame game, and yeah. then he ended up in Arizona. Was the last minute ad, and then he was the last minute ad in Minnesota. How, if you're a team without a quarterback, how did you not call the Cardinals? Yeah, said you're starting. Uh, do you Tommy think that, DeVito. Do you think that no one called the Cardinals? I just I, I heard when I listened to Josh Dobbs explain how like. The, the how it transpired in his eyes, it, it does seem like there was maybe a less than a twelve-hour window when this all got done. So it, it, I think it is possible that the Vikings were the only team that picked up the phone and called him. Well, it sounded like the he said in that interview, oh, going the, back the, back the Browns. Browns yeah. yeah, that was also in the range of outcomes, which <laughs> that would have been really funny. Uh, Steelers <laughs> twenty-three, Green Bay Packers nineteen. I should have just all the money I bet this Sunday. I yeah. should have just put on the Steelers. There was no way. They were going to not win. There was no way they were not going to cover. Was it a arduous, painful process? Of course, but they got the win. They Always got the is. cover. Uh, it wasn't a push, thankfully, because uh, Packers missed an extra point. Did they look good? No, they never do. They, there's some crazy stats about about them. Uh, Steelers have been outgained in every game all season. That. They have run fewer plays than their opponents all season. They have a negative twenty-six point differential. They're six and three. Uh, one more nugget too from the Browns Ravens. I forgot to get to this one. The Browns trailed for fifty-nine minutes and twenty seconds on Sunday. No NFL team this millennium has won while trailing for that long in a game. Hmm. That's interesting. So that that's a fun uh, gimmick on the, because they gave up the touchdown so early. Like it, it wasn't that yeah. they weren't leading; they were actually trailing. Yes, that's why. Yeah, that that's that is crazy. well, and and also like when they uh, when they got that last touchdown, they missed the extra point, so they yeah. were still behind. They were still trailing, yeah. so they only got the lead when they kicked the field goal. Crazy, that's, and that that's great use of millennium too. That's when you can bust <laughs> that out on a trend, it feels good. Oh, it feels epic! Or Super Bowl era. That's the other sign of a good trend. Super Bowl era. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? You don't want to lump in some NFL championship data from the the fifties and forties. Uh, Tennessee Titans six, Tampa Bay Bucks twenty. Pretty ugly game, uh, back and forth. Hats off to the Bucks. I thought I thought Titans would be able to hang around. They kind of did. I mean, oh, Will Levis sucks. Yeah, I, I don't do think, shit. I don't think he looked horrible though. Hmm. I mean, you I, should go back and watch the game. I did. I watched the entire game. I'm just saying, maybe I, I think I think he did nothing. Like none of the big play that stuff that gets you excited about them was there. Yeah. And I, I guess he was way more conservative than he was previously. That was the surprise. He often me. didn't see rushers right in his face. Like he's gonna he's gonna create some glorious. Well, turnovers. and and I think too the Titans if they can't run the ball they're they're fucked. And, oh, and the bucks defense it was a big part of the handicap for this one had kind of been up and down. Um, good game for them. I mean, Derek Henry, 11 for 24 Tajay Spears, five for 18. Like uh, Kyle Phillips was their leading receiver with 61 yards. So Mike, shout out to me. Yeah. I mean, that's now um, over the last two weeks, I think he's the leading receiver. Yeah. I, I, Mike Evans, uh, six game. for one forty three and a touchdown that Should've even includes that horrible one. He dropped. I know Dick puncher on the pregame show. Uh, called in and loved uh, going back to the Mike Evans anytime touchdown, which yeah, that was uh, that was brutal. Uh, I mean, brutal if that was the end up uh, ended up being the result. Two, he yeah. got one. Yeah, two TDs. That would have been a brutal, brutal spot. 
Uh, Arizona Cardinals 25, Atlanta Falcons 23. Uh, Desmond Ritter, or sorry, uh, Taylor Heineke left the game with a hamstring injury. Didn't really seem to matter. Uh, Arizona, uh, the scampering Kyler was back. You know, doing still, his run, thing. still runs like a doing gymnast. his little yeah, doing his little gymnast thing, running all over the place. This is uh, they were kind of back to uh, back to business. I, I this is excellent. They're definitely gonna have a worse pick than the Giants. Oh yeah, because they look they look like they're trying unlike the Giants. Kyler, uh, they I mean, respect Kyler, the integrity of the game. Uh, oh wow, James Conner. Wow, had uh, eight 16 carries, seventy three yards. Having James Conner back, I think was actually pretty big for this offense. Kyle it's Murray. hard to change your take on things. What do you depending mean? Depending on the time and place, your integrity mean? of the game thing. Oh no, it's I'm, getting very. I, I out. It's making, getting very. Out I was making fun of. Oh no, I don't think you are. What do you mean? That's why you keep going to the well. No, no, no. This I'm making fun of. I'm making fun of the Giants people who said putting in Nate Sudfeld for a little bit in the end of that game was messing with the integrity of the game. I'm making fun of uh, okay. Joe Judge. Got it. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, no, I I think they're playing. I think they're playing their best quarterback on the roster, um, which is unfortunate for them. Yeah. James, which Conner, would then you know disregard the take then. No, I mean actually, I do, you know take that back. I do think if they were if they were playing Jacob Eason, maybe you'd have it. You got to see what we got in Jacob. No, I I do think actually Barkley is better. And if you were trying to win, you probably would play. Barkley. What are you basing that on? I've seen I've seen more positive quarterback. He joined the team a week ago, two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a reckless take too. All right, but I mean, what Nate Sudfeld is and will be better than Tommy DeVito. A team can do whatever they want, but you're okay. you're you're going into this bit hard like a true politician. When it's useful to you, you're going to forget about what you said in the past and just lean into it right now because who cares about the past? That's all I was bringing up. Yeah, it sounds like you're in the rear view, Red. I'm not in the rear view. Oh, okay. I'm just pointing out that you you you're a hilarious politician with your takes. What do you mean? Oh, you're leaning into a take that you were completely opposed to. When Nate Sudfeld I'm, needed to be played, I'm making you to see fun him. of. I'm making fun of. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm just saying it's Joe it, Judge. But I'm saying the bit is real in this case. You're leaning so hard into the bit. No, I think it's real. No, I okay. don't care who the Giants play quarterback. Okay, I don't think it's. I don't think it's messing with the integrity of the game. Okay. if they wanted to play Jacob Eason, I would not say they're messing with the integrity of the game. I'm saying that facetiously oh, okay. because I'm making fun of Joe Judge and the Giants organization and how much they whine that I they want didn't to, get into I want to count of integrity of the game. How many times Sean has said it on this podcast? Oh, I'm. I think it's funny to bring it up because of how bad the Giants are. Yes. Okay. So yeah, first pick on the way. Oh, nice! Congrats. Yep. Kyler Murray. Any thoughts on this game? I know Ryan. Tough. Oh, tough I told week I, for your I, yeah, Falcons. I, oh no, I told you I was out on the Falcons. Oh, okay. I picked the Cardinals this week, and I the Cardinals are are the Cardinals live to make the playoffs in the NFC? No. Are you sure? Um, eh, pretty sure. Well, the bottom falls off the playoff teams pretty quickly. I mean, the Vikings are scrapping. Well, Vikings might win that division. Well, I know. I guess Lions have it pretty, yeah. pretty well locked up. But we might have to look at the Cardinals to make the playoffs. Price. That's a uh, yeah. I don't know. That would be pretty crazy right now. Because they would have to. I mean, you would have to win seven games in a row. Hmm. I don't know if they can do that. Kyler, I think. Baby. I think this is more. No one in the NFC South is good, and including the Atlanta Falcons. That that's also. I I I can't wait to watch. Falcons are still only game back, right? Yeah, I mean the the NFC South standings are the uh, have to be hilarious. I I got 
All right. So you have the Eagles and Cowboys, you have the Niners and Seahawks, and you have the Lions and Vikings, and then the winner of the South. And so right now, six and four is in the playoffs. Yeah. Cardinals are two and eight. They would have to win seven games in a row. You're probably better off with the They're only four back of the Vikings. Okay. Just (laughs) the Vikings are starting Josh Dobbs. No, I know. And and I don't I I haven't been keeping track of the regression pendulum with the Vikings, but I I assume they're probably do some negative regression after the last couple games. Their regression meters all (laughs) over the place. Detroit Lions forty one, Chargers thirty eight. We got we cash this. So we gave it out at minus two and a half. It was one of my locks. Detroit was always winning that game. They got a little sloppy defensively, but um, weird game. Keenan Allen had an awesome game, uh, fantasy wise. Had him in the DFS lineup. One of the few things I nailed. But um, yeah, I mean, Detroit just went up and down. And watching it with Decker, it was uh, well. It's always weird when I'm betting against the Chargers and I'm trying to like be supportive of, of his. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be that guy that's just rooting for my bet because he's clearly invested and he's just really pissed. And he's just he at one point he got real serious and he looked at me and he goes, "Don't let them blame Herbert." You watch this game from beginning to end. Don't let them blame <laughs> Herbert. He, what more can he do? What more can he do? I can't. He's t- done it all. He loves Herbert as much as he he loved Philip Rivers. Oh yeah, and was he still celebrating those rushes? <laughs> he loves celebrating For his over rushing your, I mean, talking t- about him like he's dead. In his credit, uh, Herbert played a really good game. There wasn't even, usually that wasn't Herbert's fault. No, no, no. And I've been critical of Herbert. Usually there's some uh, moments where it's like, oh man, like a bad turnover or they have the ball at the end of the game and he has to make a drive and he doesn't make it. He made the drive. He tied the game up. All they had to do was get one stop and the chargers defense just could not. If the Broncos, is it illegal to have uh, defenders in the middle of the field? What are they? What? What? Where are they? I, Do we have eleven guys out there? Brandon Staley has has got to have the longest tenure oh, of well. a head coach who can't coach a defense. I mean, he's a defensive yeah, head coach. And, and, coach and Decker kept saying that he goes, he came in as a defensive coordinator. Uh, all right. So if if the Broncos win tomorrow or Monday night, the Chargers will be in, in last place, or at least a tie for last place in the division. That's crazy. Yeah. The Raiders currently sit alone in second place. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, the Raiders are. I mean, I've gotten the Raiders wrong. I think every game. If, How are they Raiders five and five? This makes no sense. If that happens, the last place teams in the AFC will be the Titans, Bengals, Chargers, and Patriots. Um, and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, don't look now. Said mid December, oh, he st- will be back. <laughs> he he goes. You know, if you have an A plus doctor, an A plus patient, yeah, you can work miracles or something like that. It was oh man. He believes it. That's that that is the one like that's the one percent. It's Aaron Rodgers believes. It's like that uh, Seinfeld episode where George goes, It's not a lie if you believe it. (laughs) It's true kind of true. Um, Cash Juno in the chat saying, I love how Decker appealed to Sean to not let them go after his quarterback. Yeah, he was like making sure I didn't let don't let those hot take artists. Cook my boy Justin Herbert. Uh, next up, we got the Dallas Cowboys forty nine, uh, Giants seventeen. Giants uh, disappointed the close your eyes special. It won't be a close your eyes special last week. Don't worry. You mean this or week? The next week? Yeah, because well, they would have if they wouldn't have got that uh, that last touchdown. Because if it was forty nine ten, 
39, 17. Yeah. We luckily the DeVito backdoored it so that they aren't back to back. Close your eyes special. And like I said, they will not be close your eyes special. All right. Sorry. I, I won't. I'll refrain from making no, comments just, on the Giants. I, I'm just letting you know. I, I, I don't would, want. I don't want you to like get to. You, you like to get the update on the closure as special. I know. Just letting you know. I don't want to get you fired up. It's I'm been not a fired tough up. Season. No, I'm uh, evaluating draft prospects. <laughs> any any other any final thoughts on the Giants? Well, I mean, I I feel like yet yeah, no one's criticizing Dable yet. I I don't know. I want to see Dable get criticized. That's all I want. Why do you want to see him get criticized? Because he I was there when he won Coach of the Year. Let me ask you this: from they, if, Let me ask you this: If you flip the or like, yeah, I, I think I think he has. I, I think you're just not in the right places. He's catching a lot of shit. Oh, I think okay. the reason why he's not catching as much shit as you would think is because I think most of the people that follow the team closely don't view this as a Dable problem. Which I guess you can you can debate that the the merits of that. I think there's a lot of excuse being made with this offensive line stuff. Now I I would lean into the fact that it's his offensive line coach. Yeah. Right. The big the big story. Uh, one of the players from the Giants, Tyree Phillips. He left. He went to the Eagles. He joined the Eagles practice squad. He came back to the Giants. He got better. That would indicate maybe your offensive line coach isn't developing. You had to start going into your offensive line meetings. Which seems to have started to help things uh, progress, or at least up until this week, progress in in, in, a, in the right way. It also doesn't help that in the area that you're undermanned and very injured, you happen to have two division foes that have the best, are arguably the best defensive fronts in football. Thank you. And so that that exacerbates the problem because you can't run offense when you can't block these fucking defensive fronts. And so I think that's where the it, maybe Dable is getting a pass is coming from. Uh, now, where I would come lean into Dable is this country club bullshit. Clearly, clearly didn't work all the way this year because y- your your player safety, your health stuff, that all turned into bullshit. Again, Andrew Thomas, if he's a corner piece of this franchise, he goes out with this scary knee thing. Maybe we don't run him back out there down four touchdowns. There are interesting elements of how he seems to be a player's coach when it's convenient and then makes horrible in-game decisions. That's where I would go at him. I would go at him and, and ask him the question as to like to your point, what like what's the fucking plan? This is like Salah saying Zach Wilson's my quarterback. Has, what's the has, fucking plan? He, has he fired anyone from no. the staff? No, that's the problem. He he still has this special teams coach that routinely creates pro not that the special teams is the problem this year, but they haven't fired anyone. And I think that's the problem where, where this is the, the, the offensive line coach problem started last year. And so why are we still leaning into this guy? He's a prickly character. The media doesn't really like him. The fans fucking hate him. Why is he still here? Oh, he's one of Dable's guys. So maybe that becomes start that starts to become a problem. Well, oh, you like everyone loved Dable. He hired a bunch of not his guys. Well, the the one or two guys that is his guys, one of them is this offensive line coach. So why haven't you gotten rid of him? Do I think firing someone in season is going to fix the problem? No. Is it blo- is it is it a talking point and does it create blood in the water? Uh maybe, but I also think it it risks fra- like you're already at risk of fracturing a locker room when you're not able to compete in football games. And so, uh if you if you're worried about that, then maybe play like worry about winning the game and and don't worry about not firing your coach. Otherwise, I'd say sh- you got to shake something up. Patriots Giants. Oh, you didn't actually want to hear the answer. No, I was listening. Right. I I 
I'm just if he was coaching the Eagles, I'm just thinking what what the reaction would be of like getting I just explained the reaction though. Very okay. nuanced reaction. And yeah. I'm explaining why he's not catching the heat. Uh, I think and I think there's a lot of validity to that. Now, if you're saying that they should there should be there's plenty of mouth breathers that root for the Giants too that think everyone should be fired. They're they're also the same people that they, you know, as the second they do something, oh, that's the wrong move. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what the right answer is here, but certainly firing your coach every 2 years isn't the way to go about it. And I think there's a lot of belief that what Joe Shane and Brian Dable are doing is also repairing something that like you let a virus grow in your building for five years. <laughs> Who's and, the virus? Well, Gettleman and the, and yeah. the way they were doing things. And so it, it again, where, where is the difference between the giants and the division? It's the bottom end of the roster. It's the top end of the roster. It's the bottom end of the roster, but you can't build the top end without having a bottom end. And so again, there was probably always a longer rebuild here. And again, it's, it's being exacerbated by these, I would say injuries that are forcing the edge case, which is you can't compete. And so, yeah, I guess if, if the answer is why aren't more people screaming at, like we should be firing Dable. Is that the question? I, I don't know. Like, what does that bring up other than a stupid radio point? Yeah, no, I'm just, I, I, I feel like nationally he's gotten a pass because I think people who follow football and no ball are seeing what they're doing. And even in amidst like this horrible shit, they're adjusting, they're doing things to try to make things better. Again, when you go listen to the film guys break down what they're doing, it's like, all right, what else are they going to do? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's the part that where, it, where it's like, yeah, it's easy to have a hot take and say someone should get fired. I agree. Fire the special teams coach, fire the offensive line <laughs> coach, go from there. Also you're, you know, c candidly, you know what you're finding out in these kinds of times, who's your, who are your dogs and who aren't? Xavier McKinney, get the fuck out of here. That's what we learned about him. Times are tough. You're chirping in the media. So you want to make lemonade out of these lemons, find out who your guys are, get up, get rid of everyone else. Half the rosters on a one-year contract, flip it and figure it out. Jaden Drake da may uh, number one over Caleb. Williams. Really? Michael Penix, Jaden Daniels. Are they on your list? Uh, I, I haven't watched in uh, Daniels yet. Uh, I think Penix, the, the multiple knee injuries, serious knee injuries is probably a little scary. So yeah, I'll get, I'll get around to it. Seattle Seahawks. Mar Marvin Harrison looks pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. Seattle Seahawks, 29 Washington commanders, 26. Oh man. What a stupid game. Well, Seattle drives down. They're up seven. They get the cover. And then Sam Howell drives all the way down, scores a touchdown. You know, Seattle's going to end up winning the game. And then uh, it was annoyed <coughs> that they didn't get the cover, uh, but they, I don't know if they deserve the cover. I mean, Gino still looks there's some really, even against this commander's defense, there were some pretty rough moments with Geno Smith. I'm sure the, the Kenneth Walker had a really good game. Yeah. In a way, both teams kind of had explosive plays in the same way through their running backs. Um, what was that? That Brian Robinson play to begin, begin the game. Uh, Antonio Gibson had some passing game work. So kind of, the, I haven't, I haven't looked, but I would imagine that people will say that the, 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 they were somewhat unfortunate to not cover. Uh, the story for me though, like, again, like I don't understand how you watch Sam Howell with your eyes. You just have to get in his, the second you distract him, it's over. Yeah. And I know he made that Brian Robinson play and a couple others, but why are these teams not you, you blitz his face? It fucks with him. That's all. I don't understand. Pete Carroll, I thought had a bad game plan defensively this, this week. 
Yeah, it's weird. He Sam Howell has looked. I mean, he looked decent both games against the Eagles. He's a great. You know, Sam Howell, where, where he's elite, he's an elite improviser. The problem is he improvises too much. Like he immediately improvises the second there's a little bit of a problem. He's really good at it though. Uh, New, New York. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you know? I'm still. Would not, you? All right. If you're a Commanders fan, are you happy with Howell next year? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I I think you've seen enough positive stuff out of Sam Howell that uh, you're talking yourself into him. And I mean, this is his first year as a starter. Have you so. seen him not be able to do anything? Mm. To me, like you know, getting calmer in the pocket and not freaking out all the time. Yeah, he can make the throws. He's he's good enough. He runs into too many sacks right now. That's pretty much the big problem. Yeah, I mean, and to his credit, he drove down, got the game tying uh, touchdown here. He did the same thing. In the Eagles game to send it to overtime. He's actually had some clutch moments. I think there's a bigger question with the commanders, Ron Rivera, their defense. They suck. I still have questions about their scheme, but like Sam Howell is a quarterback. I think you at least are, you don't, you don't want to restart off of Sam Howell. That's my other problem. You know exactly what Washington's going to do defensively. Pete Carroll. Yeah. Like what, what are you guys doing? I thought, I thought Seattle, th- this is why Seattle's going to get their ass kicked in the playoffs. Slope side saying Hal also played his two best games against the Eagles. So Sean is biased. Well, we do we do have a good defense, and yeah, I I it is weird how the uh, yeah commanders I don't play know the Eagles I don't well. know why he played us tough, but he did. I and I thought he looked okay against uh, Seattle. I mean, you could make a case he looked better than Geno for a, a decent portion of the game. The, I mean, there's like you have like the the top like eight quarterbacks, and there's this brick of like mediocrity, and Sam Howell definitely is like. On yeah, the, I wouldn't in say the tier of like guys who can win and lose you games. Like that's yeah. where I'd put him in the tier of. Well, I, I think he is a guy where like you get him the right system, right head coach, decent defense, you could you might be in okay shape. He's definitely worth exploring. He's like a very, very poor man's Josh Allen. Okay. Can win you game, can lose you game. Uh Indianapolis or sorry, New York Jets twelve, Raiders sixteen. What a horrible, disgusting game. That was just that was just torture watching that game. I mean the Jets the Jets defense is so good, so fun to watch. And Zach Wilson just fucking sucks. He does. Antonio Pierce now two and zero. And I do think in some ways they let down, but uh, also they're clearly they have some juice there. So the letdown spot wasn't there for them. I'm I'm evaluating the Raiders as a team. I'll root for for the rest of the year. Antonio Pierce, all time great giant. I mean, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun thing. They got going there. They overcame Aiden O'Connell's turnover there, but I I gotta, I'll, I gotta, I I gotta say something here though. I'm kind of starting to agree with friend of the program, Katie Mox. Jimmy G can't be worse than Aiden O'Connell. (laughs) He's really not good. He's not good. No. I mean, he's also super young. So, but you, I I don't think, I don't think it matters. Here's what I would say. I think they're probably both like below average quarterbacks in the NFL, but it's clear. The locker room wants Aiden O'Connell true. to play that's true. and, and by all accounts, is Jimmy G on his own practice field yet, by all accounts, <laughs> that's why Josh McDaniels got fired was when he started Brian Hoyer over Aiden O'Connell, everyone was like off. the fuck you looking at. Cause like Brian Hoyer, I think was a Josh McDaniels guy and everyone in the building knew that Aiden O'Connell was a better guy in the building, he's perceived as the better guy. So if you're going to rally your team around, Hey, we're all in this together. Fuck everyone. We're the Raiders. We do things as a team. Hey, everyone pitching your ideas for plays. Um, 
pregame day or pre-practice dance starts now. Please report. <laughs> Which it's it's fun when it works, but then uh, when it's not working, and you're like, Josh Jacobs, why'd you call that run play? I don't know. I liked it. Uh, that's where things could unravel. I think it's the um, you know the inmates running the asylum, where maybe the players have too much control. Which it's a good thing in certain spots, but I think it, it can turn bad. It didn't this game, but it can. Raiders to make the playoffs. Well, should we be evaluating that future? What's that at? I don't see the market up right. I now. mean, they just they. <laughs> I've been Raiders have, have been one of those teams that completely confound me. I I think I've picked against them most weeks, and here they are five and five. I have no idea. They don't get much respect in the marketplace. And it's hard for me to believe in them because, uh, like, their defense has these lapses. They don't have a lot of real players on the defense besides Max Crosby. They're like, tenth. who are the other blue chip players they have? Doesn't matter. Patrick Graham's defense doesn't need blue chip players. They're gonna make you, like the the key to the Raiders' defense is you gotta you gotta beat them slowly. They're never gonna let beat let you beat them with big plays. So it. it it's the right formula. I mean, the reason Josh McDaniels brought in Patrick Graham to be his defensive coordinator because he wanted to run the ball. He wanted to run the ball. He wanted to play low-scoring games, and so nothing's changed with that. But maybe now you just have a more willingness to. And by the way, the play caller, whatever the throwing shade at him again, you know, crowdsourcing plays. Uh, who knew? <laughs> Very progressive. Good on you, Raiders. Hey. And a lot of Jets fans in Vegas. Must yeah, a lot of sad. Jets fans. Really sad. Fireman Ed, shout out to him. That was tough. <laughs> uh, hey, um, we're gonna get to Monday night props here in just a second. Shout out to Underdog Fantasy. We got the Resurrection Draft. They got the Underdog Pick'em. Uh, Ryan, one of the uh, Underdog Pick'ems we gave out this week hit. It was it was the uh, Austin Eckler higher uh, total yards, eighty-seven and a half. Joel Embiid. Uh, 29 and a half points. I did a little cross sport uh, McGillicuddy there. And uh, yeah, I got even got one going here for Monday night football with some of the players we'll be discussing underdog fantasy, the pick them. So fun. It's, it's really fun to put in the spicy plays uh, juice up your payouts. And of course you got to get the hundred percent deposit bonus underdog fantasy uh, promo code SGPN. hundred percent deposit match up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN, and of course, also brought to you by Game Time. That's right, Game Time tickets. Love Game Time tickets. Um, they hooked me up. Went to the Eagles Rams, and they're hooking everyone up with their low price guarantee. That's right. If you can find a lower price ticket, same row, same section, for less, they will give you 110% of the difference. Why? Why would they do that? Because they know they got the best prices. That's how confident. They are game time. Oh, and the flash deals as well. Love the flash deals. It's good not only for football, but you know, basketball is starting up, concerts, comedy, theater, whatever show or venue, whatever you want to see. Leave the house. Get out of the house. I know it's awesome to watch 12 hours of football on Sunday, but go out, feel some grass, get to a stadium, and use uh use our promo code for game time. Get $20 off your first purchase. Download the game time app, use the promo code SGPN. Terms apply again. Create the account, redeem the code SGPN for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Kramer, what do you got? We got props. <laughs> All right, uh, I will. I'll start with this one. We we're just talking about Josh Allen. 
It's trolling Bills fans. I'm, I'm sure I'll get an angry message from a Bills fan about my Sam Howell, Josh Allen, Josh Allen comp. Josh Allen has four out of the last five weeks gone over 32 and a half attempts. The only under was the Giants game where he went under with th- only 30 attempts. The Broncos are averaging giving up 33 attempts a game. Wow. His number is 32 and a half attempts. I'm taking it over on attempts here. <laughs> That's I, hilarious. That's my first one as well. What? Fuck you. Well, why are you so angry? I'm not angry. Oh, I know why you're angry. That, um, that was like a fuck you. Josh Allen. Yes, I'm with you. Uh, I think it's just because they don't trust their running game. Uh, they've been running a bunch of four wide. Shh, don't say that too loud. They'll come after you. Oh, Bills, the Bills Mafia. We can run one. the ball. <laughs> four and one to the over. Uh, this attempts last five games. And yeah, I was I was thinking of best ways to play them throwing a lot, and I just said, why not go attempts? Easiest way to get in that market. So yeah, I'm with you. Hmm. Josh Allen pass attempts over 32 and a half. Hmm. Number two, give me a Cortland Sutton anytime touchdown. He scored in six out of eight games, Sean. Whoa. I know. Buffalo 28th against the number one receiver. You might say, hey, well, Jerry Judy's the number one. Disagree with the way that uh, Football Outsiders charted. I I do believe that Cortland Sutton is is the guy that's going to uh, pop in that little cil- cylinder. So, yeah, the anytime touchdown being plus two forty, uh, very. I I did not play him in the first market, but plus two forty, Cortland Sutton, six out of eight games he scored a touchdown. Pretty crazy. You know the Russ Bible narrative is strong. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going next up. Stephon Diggs under eighty five and a half receiving yards. I know this is dangerous considering Denver's defense, but I think the Denver's defense has played pretty well these past couple of games. Uh, they did a good job on the Chiefs, and I think Patrick Sertan against Stephon Diggs. I like our chances. Eighty-five and a half is a pretty high number. I know I'm also taking over pass attempts, but I think there's a window where we could thread this, and yeah, I I like it. it it's an interesting matchup because the data does not support. Like the the data is so skewed on the Broncos. Yeah, I mean it's hard every, to look at. Well, like uh total DVOA they're 32, defensive DVOA 32. Like all those things are dead last. Although number 1 receiver DVOA is all the way up to like 25th, which compared to how bad they are with everything else, well it's also you just know who Patrick Sertan is and he tends to be someone that he can he can rise to the occasion. Yeah. All right, uh prop number 3, Jaleel McLaughlin. Um He's consistently gotten two targets over the last uh, number of games. You you can argue that he's lost work in the rushing game uh, to Javante Williams. He's kind of slowly become the bell cow there. But I love the fact that I can get plus one sixty five on him to go over go over one and a half receptions here. Again, four out of five games uh, he's had two catches, so we're getting the plus odds. He's been consistently getting there. Uh, they seem. Sean Payton has always been the king of just he loves to have certain plays he dials up and and yeah. Jaleel McLaughlin Jaleel's clearly one of his is guys. on the play sheet and so yeah over over one and a half receptions plus one sixty five which Sean by the way that you can st- right now I'm staring at bet three sixty five uh, one sixty five that's the juiciest number in the market. What's this? Uh oh, jumping in with my ladder, Ryan. You activated the ladder. I'm with you on Julio McLaughlin. Two catches plus 165. Three catches uh, plus 254. Four catches plus 555. 
five catches, 1065, six catches, 21 to one. Love this market. Russ loves a good check down. It's there. And yeah, I would, I would agree with a ladder on McLaughlin. I went Russian receiving yards, 25 oh, is the okay. base at minus minus one fifteen. Fifty is plus three sixty and 75, which he hasn't got. He has gotten to 52 games this year has not gotten to 75, but it's plus 14, 25. We'll, we'll slice a unit off on us. Maybe a 10th of a unit on that guy. <laughs> oh, we're all in on Jaleel McLaughlin. Love it. Wait, do you have a third prop? Yes. Okay. Uh, Will Lutz over one and a half field goals. I'm back on my kicking uh, props. Some people Can't hate stop it. me. They're going to be angry, angrier than me about your kicking prop. Yeah. Will Lutz over one and a half field goals. This is a nice little spicy play. Uh, in eight games, he's been um, so. Yeah, if you're playing this on underdog, I think it's like a 1.5 multiplier. Spicy play. Eight games, he's hit. Uh, he's hit two in four of those games. I think. I mean, the the Broncos red zone coming up short. Pretty uh, pretty easy narrative. And these primetime games just have a way of working themselves to the under and and field goals. Like I don't know what it is about Monday night. And Sunday night football, it's just been a shit ton of field goals this year. So I'm going to ride the train. Give me Will Lutz over one and a half field goals. Ah, uh, I, you know, it is odd that that's plus money. I, I get it. You're, you're, it's probably more of a, we're looking at the Bills uh, games this year and they've had some blowouts against some bad teams. So maybe you're thinking they get limited to 10 points or something like that. But yeah, I mean, he, he had, uh, he had one game against the Chiefs where he had no, Attempts, but most of the time he gets at least two attempts. Yeah, no, I, I think the idea that Russ in this offense could drive down. I, I was looking at Russ's game log and just seeing him consistently stay under 200 yards <laughs> passing, even in those victories. It's like, all right, well, he's gonna have to do a little bit of work in this one. All right, what what do you uh, you want to do? A little first touchdown. Let's go. What do you got? Uh, system plays. Neither team is very good defending the tight end. Mm. Give me Dalton Kincaid, eleven to one. Give me Quentin Morris, twenty-eight to one. Give me Adam Troutman, twenty-eight to one. And give me Chris Manhurts. Oh, come on! You got Manhurts on thirty there? to one. I, I played four tight ends, Sean. Where are you getting? I, I got Chris Manhurts sixty to one. Right? Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Updating my number. Yes. Uh, I don't. I, I also may have typoed that. That seems like a pretty pretty egregious mistake on my behalf. Well, Chris Manhurts. I mean, he probably should be sixty to one. He has caught uh, one ball this year for ten yards on three targets, but his snap share is fifty-five percent. He's a blocker. So, what do blocking yeah. tight ends tend to do? Occasionally, they'll catch a pass. Well, and they show up on the on the field. They show up in the goal line where you get. And I and I I, I I don't know. I must have copy pasted. All right, let me try this again. Dalton Kincaid is eleven to one. Okay, that's Quentin right. Morris was forty-five to one. Adam Troutman, 28 to one and Chris man. I actually had 55 to one, but if you're telling me 60, 60 to one, I'll keep my 55. Josh Allen. I've already bet this uh, plus seven fifty. He's an auto play. Really? Yeah. Below the line. Yeah. Seven fifty is good. Julio McLaughlin, 18 to one. Cause we're, I mean, we're all in on his, I'm all in on his catches. You like his yards. If you haven't gotten down on that yet, that there are 20, plenty of 20 to ones out there, Just you know, Shop around. We we should probably do that for the show. Like, just we'll do the the workshop hour, like, <laughs> like an auction. We need more. I can the, find you. Uh, hey, so that's what we got for a touchdown. 
I'm looking at my DGEN parlay. It's 50 to 1. And of course, reminder the DGEN's parlays uh, brought to you by our parlay optimizer, AKA Hall of Fame bets. Love Hall of Fame bets. Optimize your parlays. All you got to do take your parlay ideas into Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer. Get the hit rates broken down by leg, as well as expected probability for the entire play. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. You go first, Sean. I just did that thing where I refreshed and it price changed my same game. I, anyway. Okay. Well, you go first. I, so I'm putting all the eggs in one basket. That basket is uh, Jaleel McLaughlin. And maybe that's another uh, term we should create, Ryan, the basket. The one you're putting all your eggs in. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin is my prop basket this week. So my DJ's only parlay, Jaleel McLaughlin, five catches. Very easy, very simple. He's a man who's had a handful of catches so far this season. And Russ likes to check stuff down. Jaleel McLaughlin, five catches, Denver money line, 50 to one. Oh my God. I, I don't even have a rebuttal. That's 50 to one. Yeah. What I mean, are you not entertained? Feels pretty sweet. All right, I got to pivot. I was, uh, I, w- I the, was the JDK. He's on your uh, rushing yards for McLaughlin. He says McLaughlin over twenty-five rush yards plus one seventy-five. He's done it five games in a row. Yeah, I mean, again, that's part of the reason I, I snuck the combo yards in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. All right, I have to. P- so uh, when. There were some Marvin Mims props out there. Oh yeah, specifically some alt well, props out there. I'm gonna they're, they're not out there, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip up the same. When, when they come back out though, if you want to play a Marvin Mims alt with a Marvin Mims anytime, that was gonna be my all right. But here here's what we'll pivot to. I I will say this. I don't know if I agree that Steph Diggs has a bad game. Okay. So I'm gonna just tie. The Steph Diggs uh, alt. We'll we'll play the uh, the Cortland Sutton alt. We'll play the Steph Diggs alt. So we'll go Cortland Sutton over a hundred, and we'll go Steph Diggs over a hundred. I'm seeing if this is big enough, and then we'll throw in the anytime for both of them. So Cortland Sutton and Steph Diggs. Yep. Both over a hundred yards, both to score a touchdown. Yep. Forty-two to one. Okay. So the other angle I like, which I was uh, having a conversation with, uh, you know, people like to slide into the DMS, give you advice Kramer gang. every once in a while you'll get lucky and you'll get a long form conversation with me. Well, we were, we were talking about uh, similar things is like, okay, this guy's book was basically like the same game parlay thing was broken. And if you took, if you took a two touchdown bet, with anyone and added the under, it immediately juiced it up four X. So it made me think this could be one of those low scoring games where we get some concentrated touchdowns. Hmm. So I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll post them, but the idea of doing uh, this actually, let's just see what happens if I add the under in this game. Nope. Oh, actually. Yes. I, it did. It did the same thing, Sean. So we we just uh, I just juiced this uh, up by four x 
So from 42 to one to 168 to one by adding the under. Really? Yeah. Oh Counter correlation. I I think when you get the anytime touchdowns in there and you play unders, there yeah. there there's something is this this is new. So you should check it out at your your local same game parlay <laughs> engine. Hey, uh, yeah, and uh, bet three sixty five. You can scan the QR code, get the link at the bio sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. Sign up with those guys. Get an account. Uh, nice prices. So shout out to bet three sixty five. Shout out to you, big uh, big congrats to the uh, Patreons. We're going to announce the uh, the winner of the Patreon ladder prize pack. That'll be fun to give away. Uh, and uh, for those of you, imagine getting a, a bird ladder in the mail. <laughs> and uh, we will we will have updated results on the uh, second chance survivor. That's going to be fun uh, for those of you that are still alive. I imagine a lot of people like us, ride had bangles. I'll be interested to see. And maybe some I don't people know. are playing. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if some people are playing the Bills. So we won't really know. We won't have the final number until Tuesday. I think you were right. We don't have Thanksgiving, so the Cowboys should have been most people's play. True, true. Unless they just wanted to show us how much they love us by not picking the Cowboys. I yeah, and I, yeah, I can see that. I I think we are light with Cowboys fans in the audience, Ryan. Okay. Thank you for participating in the sports game. We actually audience. seem to have a lot. Yeah, they seem to love to. They're listen. the good ones, though. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green. He's Ryan. See you tomorrow. College basketball bright and early. Kramer, let it ride. Dong.